Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5 here in Birmingham. And welcome to our Luton listeners who are tuned in on 105.1. Inshallah, you all had a nice little break there over the last couple of weeks and managed to recharge your batteries and feel energetic again and back into routines again, inshallah, with your children back in school. Uh, Alhamdulillah, the weather has been good, but with this nice, good weather, we have some cold. So please forgive my voice because uh, I have a bit of a cold at the moment. And if I start coughing, it is due to that cold as well. But hopefully it won't disturb the nice show we have planned for you today uh, on air here in the studio. We are with Nis- Mispa. So I'm sure you will recognize Mispa when she starts talking. Mispa's full name is Mispa Amin Khan and she is a dietitian and a lecturer, university lecturer and you will know her from her good health show that she does a bit before when we come on on Tuesdays at one o'clock on Tuesdays. So you will recognize that voice. Assalamu alaikum Nisma. Welcome to studio. Wa alaikum salam sister Kathleen. Too lovely having you here, mashallah. It's very lovely having you here too. Yes. Being here, actually, yeah, <laughs> on your show. Yeah. We've done uh, some work previously with Approachable Parenting where you've come and you've done a lot of work in, in helping parents understand the importance of diets and what to eat, etc. So we had lots of great examples of your work live with us which was wonderful oh thank you that's very kind of you to say and I must say I mention your show quite a lot on Mm. mine because I love listening to it A and B (coughs) I think approachable parenting does such excellent work with Mm. you know spreading knowledge uh, amongst a section of population that doesn't can't easily access it you know among Mm, parents mm, and mm. uh, mothers and fathers of young children who haven't got the time uh, or the energy so spreading information among them is so vital and Mm -hmm. you do a great job of it that's very kind of you to say so well today we're here because of National Obesity Week and we're um, trying to link in with the different weeks as we do now to try and find out what's happening so that our shows can reflect on that. And this came as a flag and we said, okay, we've never spoken about this with you. We have done obesity in different ways with health Mm -hmm. visitors, Mm -hmm. with doctors, professionals in that respect. But we've never talked about it from a dietitian's perspective yeah. so it would be nice to get uh, your perspective on things and yeah. uh, I'm sure you're you talk about this all the time on your <laughs> show but we have a different set of listeners maybe some same some different yeah. that would really want to know what what uh, how they can improve their diets what they can do what does obesity mean etc yeah. yeah well uh, I think it's a great initiative mm. uh, what you're doing so for recognizing that it's really good or oh, secondly this uh, the National Obesity Awareness Week mm. is uh, from what I understand, it started off as an in- initiative from this charity called the National Obesity Forum, and they've been doing it for a couple of years. They're making it very technology savvy, or they have made it very technology savvy, mm-hmm. where they're spreading uh, awareness about obesity, the scale of the problem, and the risks associated with becoming obese and staying obese or mm-hmm. overweight even <coughs> and um, this basically they've been doing they're on Twitter they're on Facebook they inc- they're currently it's running from the 14th to the 20th of January this year mm-hmm. uh, from what I understand and um, it's something that really could do with a lot of awareness given the scale of the problem mm-hmm. actually so uh, when I came over to Approachable Parenting, we did a workshop with uh, mums and children. And there I'd mentioned, and the figures possibly 
you know, vary a little bit, if not so precise. But at the moment, with a couple of reports, very recent reports that have come out in 2017, the scale of the problem is that nearly one in five primary school children, when they start primary school, are overweight wow. or obese. And one in three secondary school children uh, get to that stage uh, yeah. by the time, you know, by the time they get to the ages of 10 to 11. Mm. And it's predicted by 2020, um, the numbers are only going to rise quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to adults, nearly um, about two thirds of adults were uh, classed as being overweight mm-hmm. in 2015. Um, or obese. So it is, it's not just, you know, about when you have about 63% of adults in England are overweight or obese. That's a huge, Mm. huge problem, actually. And it's not just a case of, um, you know, being overweight, because when we, and and I mentioned this quite a lot, it's not just a case of being overweight because of cosmetic, you know, it's Mm. often, being overweight often is looked as a cosmetic concern, Mm -hmm. you know, wanting to have that aesthetic value of where the society promotes this uh, image of being thin is good, Mm. quote unquote, Mm -hmm, you know. But there are two things that are very wrong with that picture. One, you could be thin, quote unquote thin, mm-hmm. or what society deems as thin, but quite unhealthy on the inside, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of fat covering your organs, you're eating all the not very unhealthy foods, mm-hmm. high sugar, high fat foods. Um, but also, it could be that being overweight, and the reason why this is a problem, the reason why obesity is a concern, and why they're doing this whole Awareness Week and why, you know, that lots of things keep coming up mm. is because um, their obesity actually causes be, or being overweight actually causes, causes the NHS something like 6.1 billion pounds a year. Wow, mashallah. Yeah. Lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It causes them that much money because uh, I'll tell you why. Obesity basically increases the risk of um, developing a whole host of diseases. Mm -hmm. So it's a chronic condition that's sort of like a stepping stone to a lot of other issues. And it's only looked as a cosmetic concern. Mm -hmm. So let me give you some figures. You are uh, two and a half times more likely to develop blood pressure, Mm -hmm. which is a risk for heart disease. Mm -hmm. You are five times more likely to develop type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. Um, You're at an increased risk of certain cancers. you know, maybe about three times more likely to develop colon cancer. Mm-hmm. So th- it isn't anything to do with just being the way you look. It's also actually uh, life ex- expectancy. Mm-hmm. So you people who are obese are actually um, expected to live three to nine years with live with reduced life expectancy or live sh- sh- lesser by nine three to nine years. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, quite a few years shaved off somebody's life. Mm, yeah, it is a lot of time indeed, and uh, and and people, you know, don't realize. I mean, when you say overweight and obese, it, they may not think that they are overweight. They may feel good mm. in themselves. They may feel healthy in themselves, and maybe they're just over a little bit over, uh, and it just needs a little bit of refining to to have. Yeah, come that's a that good. That's a really good perspective because mm-hmm. how do people need to know how can they ga- how can they realistically gauge mm-hmm. that they are either overweight because like you just said some people might be overweight mm-hmm. but they feel 
this is the way it is mm-hmm. this is my body structure you mm-hmm. know just quote unquote this is the way it is in my family etc mm-hmm. or some people might not be overweight and they think that they are mm-hmm. so it's uh, you know mm-hmm. two ends to that mm-hmm. so what we could <coughs> do is just start off by first say sort of defining mm. what it is so obesity is almost um, is is well not almost it is a medical condition where excess body fat has um, accumulated to such an extent that it has negative effects on your health so how can we have measure whether you're overweight or obese mm-hmm. so a good way to sort of do it is uh, something called the body mass index mm-hmm. or the bmi mm-hmm. and that measures your weight uh for how it's spread for your height so it's individualized mm-hmm. and how we can you know for our listeners how they can find out their bmi mm-hmm. uh or how you and i can find out our bmi is we can log on to nhs the yeah. nhs website just put in our weight and our height and it you know it just gives you a re- very nice pictorial like a like like a diagram of where you are mm-hmm. um so for <coughs> example if you have um <coughs> a bmi of anything over 25 to 29.9 to sort of 29.9 so it's 30 really yeah so yeah, 25 to 30 yeah. Yeah, yeah uh that fight over yeah. <laughs> we'll let that yeah. one so it's uh that would be overweight mm. but then they've classified 30 to you know being very pre- being very precise is 39.9 as obese okay so if you get to the figure where it's 30. Now it is not a very exact science I have mm-hmm. to say because those who are athletes or very muscular their BMI could come up as really high because that's mm-hmm. muscle weight. Mm-hmm. So I have you know I must mention this mm-hmm. and those who you know who are um aging perhaps and they're losing a lot of muscle mm-hmm. uh but they still have excess body fat. Mm-hmm. So if we just define what obesity is which i've just mm-hmm. done and then like you said it's really important for us to get a realistic picture mm. am i overweight am i obese mm-hmm. because um like i always say you need to first have the knowledge and then you're able to do something about it mm-hmm. exactly exactly yeah. so <coughs> so basically between 25 and and 30 roughly is about overweight and then 30 to 40 roughly yeah. is uh, being obese so yes. people <coughs> you know there i'm sure there's a lot of people that are leading healthy lives that maybe be in that 25 just over that 25 26 for example mm-hmm. don't call themselves as overweight they're mm-hmm. getting on with life doing things may, could even be active mm-hmm. in, in their life and it's not bothering them yeah. should it bother them okay so now there's one thing that i haven't mentioned uh, which i should when we look at those figures uh, for those who are in the ethnic minority groups mm-hmm. such as um, the asian population or basically the ethnic minority groups the bmi for that falls a bit lesser which is about 23 plus is overweight mm-hmm. and 27 and a half plus is obese ah so should is it, it bother them because of genetics and yeah, yeah that's the great question there yeah. like should it bother them and is it because of genetics mm. so should it bother them and why is it a risk for them mm. if they're living you know which which is a very good way of looking at it in one way because you could be slightly overweight and still have a really healthy diet you could you know you could be physically active etc mm. etc there could be other underlying reasons such mm. as you know your thyroid mal- uh, mm. dysfunction etc so that could be there however it's important to remember that when you are overweight there 
especially for the risk for the minority populations, it's because of the of other things such as visceral fat, fat around your organs, around your middle, mm. which uh, the ethnic minority populations are more prone to. Mm-hmm. So sure, you're having, you've got, a, you know, you're physically active, mm-hmm. you are, um, it's not bothering you, but your risk is still there. It is present. Mm-hmm. And why is your risk present? Because most often times, and the reason why the risk is slightly higher for minority populations is because they tend to carry their fat around the central region. Yeah. So around, and you could be quite, you know, uh, you may not carry your, and that is where the real risk lies mm-hmm. because that is the bit that actually increases your risk for all these chronic conditions like mm-hmm. diabetes, etc., etc. So you are at higher risk even if things are okay now, mm. you're still at higher risk for um, for conditions in the future. Mm. Yeah, that risk so that stays. Girt, that uh, that affects men and women. Indeed, mm. we affects everybody. They have different names for it in different languages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, of, and, and men do tend to put around to that area as well as women. So that's the main measurement as well yes. to look at. Yeah. So when we look at the BMI, mm. a better or a more accurate measure would be, um, well, an additional measure, you could say, is mm. the waist circumference. Mm-hmm. So that's what, um, you know, I really like you asked that question because, mm. you know, we're, we're actually, you know, people think they're carrying it all over. But the waist circumference is a really uh, th- one of the biggest risk Mm-hmm. Uh, and ways we can actually measure whether whether you're carrying ex- excess fat there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anyone can do this at home. So if you measure, I'll just describe it so everyone can visualize and don't do this while you're driving <laughs> or while you're park up. <laughs> and a lot of our listeners are, are listening in while they're driving home. Yeah. So what you could do is um, when we are you know, uh, when you've got a tape measure to hand mm. or if you'd like someone in, someone to do it for you to measure your waist, this is how you do it. You, from the bottom of your ribs to the top of your hips, right? Mm-hmm. Wrap a tape measure around your waist. Mm-hmm. So f- where the bo- from the where your bottom of your ribs to the top of your hips, so that region. In the middle there. So around the belly button region, maybe, yeah. is that kind of... A, yeah, exactly. Just around yeah. Your, yeah. your waist. So mm-hmm. um, midway between these points, basically. Yeah. So that would be around the belly button. Yeah. 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 That would be just exactly midway from where your ribs end to the top yeah. of your hips. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So your waist. So... Breathe out naturally, you know, mm-hmm. so you're not holding your breath mm-hmm. in. This is quite important while yes. you're taking a <laughs> measurement. <laughs> not to be deceiving yourself yeah. and saying, no, I'm Try. an inch less than yeah. I am, but then dying for a breath of air because you're, yeah. you're Try to be honest and um, uh, <laughs> breathe naturally at this mm-hmm. point because uh, you will know, I notice quite a lot of people hold their breath in. And what you do is you measure it with the tape measure. It's as simple as that. Mm. And the risk for your for diabetes, stroke, heart disease will increase if your waist measurement uh, for men is more than 102 centimeters. Okay, so how many is that? In That's 40 inches. 40 inches. Yeah. Men 40 inches. Okay. Uh, and it is ve- quite, it's a high risk if it is <coughs> over 88 centimeters or 34 inches for those who are inclined to mm-hmm. was inches. So 88 centimeters or 34 inches for women. Mm. Anything over 94 or 80, 94 for men or over 80 for women will mm. is not a good idea. Mm. You know, so it should. So definitely you're at high risk if you're 40 inches for men uh, or over and 34 inches or over for women. 
So mm. a lot of people will say, "I've got you know my biceps aren't haven't looked b- mm. any better," and that kind of thing. But it's really important to focus on the central region because mm. that you know your risk increases um, quite significantly mm. w- with that particular area that's carrying the fat. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, of course, we're talking about women that are not pregnant or not had a baby. Or yeah. That. So just in yeah. case some of our postnatal ladies are listening in, they've just had a baby. Of course, it's going to be in that area Absolutely. wider yeah. now. And we're not yeah. worried about that because you will lose that in, in time. But yeah. it's important to 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 lose that, I suppose, as well. And put it it is for because that. for for the, you know, it is an important consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it's important to look at this as now I know this is being done in January this mm. week and that's why it's important to look at being o- as uh, managing your overweight or obesity mm. as a lifelong um, endeavor you know mm. not something that you do for January now the National Obesity Awareness Week ha- it does encourage people to start making small changes by tweeting about them they've got a hashtag I was looking this up yesterday and I thought it was a good idea do something good for you uh, oh. I think that's what they call it mm-hmm. um, and there's uh, they've got a, a Twitter page and things like that which are, you know which I've I, I've just looked up so that's how I, I know I'm not affiliated with it or anything who is that again so I think this is the nas- the National Obesity Forum that is okay. that is uh, you know floating this awareness week and you know for our listeners if they've made any changes or if there's a good idea to go online and um, share the hair kind of thing yeah, right yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, <coughs> but what I really, I would really like to say is this should can't just be a January thing. Yes. So we're looking at, but it's a good time of year maybe to look at this if we're making New Year's resolutions or if we measure something. You know, people may use different ways of measuring their life. They may use it from January New Year's resolution to another New Year. They may use it from Ramadan to Ramadan mm. or mm. a Eid to a need. But mm. it's definitely a factor. A lot of people look at January to January and start thinking of, okay, what am I going to achieve over the next year? What goals do I want in place? What do I want to do? And if this is something that they want to look at and make sure that they are keeping healthy, mm. how can I put a plan in place? Mm. It, it may be difficult in these cold nights or, or dark nights as well that uh, to go walking, because we do a lot about walking, talk a lot about walking, yeah. which we could talk about here as part of a, 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 di- a, a way of keeping active and reducing that overweight. Mm. Um, so you don't necessarily have to join a gym. No, but as, yes, yeah, abso- not necessary not at all. Or yeah. you could do something at home as well. A lot of our parents are at home and they could download something and do something at home Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. I mean, I, th- I don't think there has been an age where there's been more help out there than mm. the age we're living in mm. now. And on the flip side, there is no age that has been more obesogenic which is sort of promoting yeah. uh, weight gain more than the age we're living in sort of thing. You know, the environment is both promoting, uh, I wouldn't say, it's it's all the way you look at it. You know, it's either you, uh, the environment is there where the reason why I say obesogenic is because it promotes, our environment is such, especially where we live in Birmingham, it, you're in urban areas. Uh, it is now an environment that promotes driving or walking. Mm. And that kind mm. of thing, mm. you know, um, foods that are easy, quick, cheap, av- easily available mm. are more high fat, high sugar. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, there are so many initiatives out there. There is so much online support. Mm. There's so much discussions that are going on. Uh, keeping in mind the weather, we can talk about that later when mm-hmm. I give you my top tips, if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll um, talk about later on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when you mentioned, uh, I just wanted to cover one point, actually. Yeah. So I've mentioned these big 
things, right? Mm. The chronic diseases and things like that. But there are also other obesity-related problems mm. which affect people on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and that is probably something that causes the, uh, you know, background discomfort that actually adds up over the years that go on. So, you know, you've got things such as reduced fertility mm. with obesity. You've got things such as um, gestational diabetes as well. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, for for women in a- with of childbearing age, mm. that's a concern. Also things like breathlessness, increased mm-hmm. sweating. You've got snore, you know, sleep issues such mm-hmm. as sleep apnea where you have a temporary interruption in your breathing patterns, mm-hmm. not very safe at all. Mm-hmm. And a lot of obese people ha- have treatment for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's lots of things such as joint and back pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you want to start getting physically active... Mm-hmm. People might think, I would like to do that, but I have all these. I can't, I don't have enough stamina. I don't have, I get fatigued easily. Mm-hmm. So some of our listeners might say, okay, that's great. I'd like to do this. Sure. I want, but my joints hurt too much. My knees are hurting, yeah. are killing me. I can't, you know, and that's a real concern, right? Mm-hmm. So how that's do they okay. start? Yeah, definitely. And that can you get into that spiral of thinking, well, if that's the case, I can't do anything. Yeah. So I, I, I may as well not even start or even mm. think about starting because it's going to, I can, when I try to do it, I'm either out of breath or, as you say, my back hurts or I have knee problems. So I actually physically can't do anything. Yeah. And the way to do that is to, like I always say, if you know the why, mm. then the how becomes really much simpler. Mm-hmm. So now that we've talked about the scale of the problem and what the concern is or why we why it's a good idea to have a healthy weight for mm-hmm. our height, you know, for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, the reasons why, now that we've clarified and touched upon that, now we can talk about the how, mm-hmm. you know, because we need, in order to do anything, we have to be convinced about the reason to do it. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people will start in January, uh, they'll make all these resolutions, mm-hmm. but it's not a part, not a, like a January thing or mm-hmm. a join the club kind of, the health mm-hmm. club kind of thing. It's got to be, uh, why, you know, it's got to be why. So uh, we talked about the fact that, yes, it's difficult to start. The first thing to think ab- to think about when you're starting is to think, be realistic and get that uh, the social media image out of our you know the pinterest or the uh, you know the um the messages that go out there in media about what uh, we should quote unquote look like mm-hmm. that's what needs to come out mm. and we need to get a more realistic image of uh re- just make it realistic for us mm-hmm. um now if we've been a certain weight for a while then it will take a cer- certain time or a certain while for us to get to get to where we want to get to Mm -hmm. and because it's um you know everyone is at the weight you know those who want to lose the weight um they're at the weight they are for various different reasons so your everyone's weight loss journey is as individual as them Mm -hmm. you know we want to have blanket solutions for everyone Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's the i think that is the biggest reason why a lot of people give up really quickly Yes, because it is very individual. And when we look at, at this, you are an individual. I mean, we often talk here about mental health and mental well-being. But actually, we're all connected here. So we, yeah. it's not just physical things. It's it's um, our well-being as well. And we need to, to take this gradually. You know, if you're feeling 
really good about yourself, even though you are obese. Yeah. Yes, you can take your time, or you're, or you're a little bit overweight. I have to plan this because you, you you don't want to do something radically wise that will affect your whole life and then become uh, worried and anxious over a problem yeah. that you never had before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you might be feeling really fine about yourself. Yeah. And you're doing it because you want to reduce your risks for, you know, and you want to for the future or you want to get rid of your knee pain or you want to you've seen other people in your family are have um, maybe things such as arthritis Mm -hmm. or osteoarthritis where your joint, you know, your joints, etc. They um, they're they're pain there or there. There could be other various other reasons, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm but if you are thinking of doing it for that reason, it's never a good idea to get from a good place to a worse place mm-hmm. in order to get to a good place. Do you yes. see? <laughs> Sounds a bit complicated. It though. does sound complicated, actually. It's like, and it's not, And I do understand what you're saying because you know, and people may go through that journey or start that journey because they they've heard something today or make a new year's resolution and just dive into it mm-hmm. and then as you say be in a worse place mm-hmm. so we want to be in a good place to go to a better place yes yeah and and enjoy our life with eating while we're doing yeah. while we're doing this and eating healthy and maintaining our our well-being physical well-being mental well-being so yeah. that we can enjoy life alhamdulillah yeah because let's face it i mean making changes to your lifestyle can require it requires effort yeah that's true so what we can do is i i uh, we can talk about that what effort we'll we come need. back and talk to that yeah. after the break because we're coming up to a commercial break actually in a few seconds time so there's a, a lot of things to talk about a lot of <laughs> uh, interesting facts here thank you so much I'm really enjoying this show and I'm sure our listeners are as well You're and I'm welcome. coming back after the break where we can talk a bit more about this in detail so listeners you're tuned in to UNCFM 93.5 this is Parenting Hour here and we're talking about um, obesity overweight we're with Mispa, who is our dietitian do tune into us after this commercial break because there'll be a lot more interesting topics to come assalamu alaikum